welcome everybody to Shitty Cowboys. It has been quite some time since we have been to the town of West Hollow. Um, well, not in game, out of game it has. Uh, who wants to try to recap the previous like four months or so of uh, out, out of game time? Oh, uh, this is uh, Gerando. He's going to be taking over. Okay. Hello. We're going to be doing a recap from the last story arc where we went back into West Hello. So real quick, before we before Drinder really gets into it, he did they did say that they're gonna talk like this all night, and I thought I was joking, but we will see if they are or not. I do not know. No, fuck that. Um, so, <laughs> uh like Four episodes ago, whatever it was, we went back into West Hollow and went to the saloon uh, and went to threaten Chester and get our money. Um, everybody in the saloon was like kicking off and had this big, there was this big old bar fight that went on. Uh, <laughs> we stabbed a bunch of people and like. Did, mostly Sean Mars did. did power bombs and like threw people around off the chandeliers and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> um, then after that barbaric display of stabbing and like getting hit with bottles and stuff, this guy comes up to us and was like, "You guys are pretty fucking cool. You want to come do a job for me?" And we we're like, "Yeah, all right." So then we went, <laughs> we went to round off his posse, which consisted of, uh, himself, who was a human man, I believe, with, who had dual wielded pistol crossbows, whose name I have complete, his name was Silas. Yeah. <laughs> his name was Silas. And um, we went to pick up the first dude, who was a really cool Kenku guy called Twang, who played the banjo. Uh, instead of speaking and was a cool guy. Uh, didn't speak much because he was a Kenku. And then finally, the final member of our crew was a guy called Doc, who was a warforged man. And he was doing some sort of work in this halfling village. And the halflings were also dinosaur ranchers. And there was a stampede of dinosaurs caused by some carnivorous dinosaurs. And then we fought the dinosaurs. <laughs> and prevailed against said dinosaurs. Um, while while we're doing this thorough recap, do you remember how you kind of finished off the dinosaurs? Uh, Jumbalaya t- transformed into one of the dinosaurs, <laughs> and, and then Sean Rawson rode your back. I didn't believe rode me, um, but I rode you. I had fewer hit points as a dinosaur <laughs> than I did as a man. <laughs> so we got into combat rage, got hit once by a dinosaur, then just turned back into Jambalaya. I was just giving Sean Marston a piggyback <laughs> in the middle of these stampeding dinosaurs. Um, but nevertheless, we prevailed. Um, following that, we... Got on the train to what was the town called? Um, of course, it was Wisp Gulch. Wisp Gulch, that was it. Uh, we got on the train to Wisp Gulch, which was a train run by uh, the bastard man himself, who was, of course, called uh, Brimmer. Cloud Brimmer. Brimmer. 
Clout Bremen. Um, we came up with a really cool plan to bluff our way into first class and then through acts of daring do we made our way to the front of the train and told convinced the driver to give a signal to our compadres who then followed us up through the train we separated the engine from the carriages full of bandits and various assorted bastards who worked for bremer um so he wouldn't be reinforced when we issued an, yet another town uprising, which we seem to be like... You guys Western, do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're like Western revolutionaries. Um, we rocked up in Wisp Gulch and basically immediately got into a gunfight with some of Brimmer's boys and then chased them back to Brimmer's house, I guess. Um and he stomped out in some kind of elaborate steampunk armor, but of course, wearing highly pressurized steam armor when facing people with firearms is a pretty bad idea. And it got shot a bunch of times and exploded him. Um, and then the rest of his dudes either surrendered or got murdered. And everyone thought we were great and gave us some money. And then we came home and that was everything. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, I th- I, I can't remember for sure if we just kind of um, uh, skipped over the train ride home so that we would be starting this episode uh, just, you know, right away in West Hollow. Um, but I think we could I think we can go ahead and do that <laughs> uh, because I think the train ride home is probably going to be more. A lot less. um uh, eventful than the train ride here yeah. yeah and um now that uh brimmer so the crowd dynamic and like the, the the posse the gang that brimmer was kind of raising um as soon as brimmer was killed it didn't it definitely didn't seem like they were really like loyal to any kind of cause other than money so once he was mm-hmm. dead they, they they like there was no more kind of um cult of brimmer so, um, like the train ride home, there will not be all of these, um, uh, Brimmer's mercenaries, uh, waiting around, yep. hanging out. This- Much like nature abhors a vacuum, so too do scumbags abhor a power vacuum. There will always be another scumbag, which is good for us because killing them pays well. Pays very well because you each got 250 gold pieces from Silas. Um, uh, so before we get into the actual shopping part of the episode, um, what are you guys both up to? Sean, did you see, uh, Jerunder's message where he said, what do you think you guys are both up to? No, I did not. Is it in Zoom chat? No, that is in our Discord chat. Uh, Well, by my tally... We got 684 gold. So that'd be 342 each. Because we spent like 275 or something like that on uh, building the cabin. So once we get to the town of West Hollow, uh, it has been, even though it's been about 
four months since the start of that adventure in game. It's really been, uh, we'll pin it down at four days because, um, it, a lot of that time was getting, um, dock, getting to where the, um, the halfling nomads were hurting the, the dinosaurs and, uh, collecting dock and then train ride there wasn't super long. Um, and you guys weren't in town very long before you took the train mine back. So we'll put it down as four days. Um, and I mentioned that because we keep daily trackers on this. If, if, if you're new to the show, just starting at this episode for some reason, which would be very wild. Don't do that. Go yeah, back to the beginning. <laughs> that would be very wild. But, uh, if you are, uh, um, I mean, hello. We, thanks yeah. Hello. Us. Yeah. I mean, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening. When you, episode. when you actually get to this point in the podcast, you'll hear, hear this and you'll be like, what an idiot. I should have started at episode one. There you go. Yeah. But then you'll be redeemed because we'll be saying hello to you specifically. Time, Cause it's probably only one immemorial. person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reason we do track those days is because the guys back like one arc ago, um, or two arcs ago, uh, saved a mine, a witch iron mine where they now own a stake in it. So they get some gold every, um, a few days, more than a few days though. So we are not collecting gold today. Um, mostly because we are still looking for the, um, the formula, the complex formula. It's 5,000 a day. <laughs> Sean Morrison seems to think it's 5,000 a day. I think it was a little bit less than that. Um, so, but while we are in West Hollow, where would you two cowboys like to go? Where are we going, boy? Well, I'll tell you what, I ain't going to go see Chester because I don't like that son of a bitch. And, uh, unless I see some particular reason to go demand money from him, uh, which, uh, which I don't, I'm going to avoid him like the plague. So I guess what do we need? Got any money burning a hole in your pocket? Anything you want to spend spend your hard earned on, Sean? Mm. You can have my money. I keep it in my sock for safekeeping most of the time. Of course, uh, <laughs> several hundred gold pieces means I have to keep buying bigger shoes. <laughs> You, you can take all my money, man. Well, I keep hold of it for now, but uh, I think we probably need to get you some armor. That'd probably be oh, a good yeah, idea. That's, that's true. We talked about that. Because uh, he's a squishy, squishy boy just wearing them cotton shirts. <laughs> you know what? I got that old uh, 14 armor class. Not good. Well, I think we can get you some, uh, I don't know how much does a Mithral shirt go for these days. Probably more than uh, a couple of hundred. We don't we talk to, uh, well, usually go, I think we should probably end up in the saloon because more than liable to get into a bar fight there. We don't talk to uh, old Bellish Rescue. See about getting you fitted for something uh, a bit more protective. Maybe like this, this or chainmail poncho or something like of a ladder cut, maybe. I don't know. Mithril bikini. <laughs> a mithril tankini. That would be quite the thing to see you wearing in there, boy. Mm. Go frolicking down by the stream. Just you take sunlight 
blending through the trees, all dappled. Mm. Mm. So yes, the um, the two real uh, shops that I think we're more concerned about uh, are uh, Bellis Rust Gear. Doesn't really have like a formal shop more of a workshop where she tinkers and makes things but because you guys save the town of West Hollow she does sell you um, both gear and then there's Gnome Depot but that place is more for like um, lumber and stuff to yeah build build up the homestead Um, I'm just looking up uh, Mythal Armor since you just mentioned that Um, okay so we can stop by uh, Bella's Rust Gears first and uh, again, when you, um, she's right on the edge of the town. And as soon as you uh, ride Ubo and Hollywood up and uh, dismount, um, you can hear clanging and tinkering coming from the workshop. And then you hear a small explosion. Um, and she kind of walks out of the shop coughing. And her face is just covered in like this black soot. Oh, hey, it's you boys again. What? You all weren't gone very long. No, nah, but it was a short but eventful trip. We, uh, we took a ride on that lightning rail. Was, oh, how uh, was it? I've been wanting to try that thing well, out. Well, I tell you what, it was significantly less disgusting than the flesh train. But uh, it's not natural, I'll say that. <laughs> now, that thing's a work of art right there. That's engineering. That's science right there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you can uncouple it with a couple of lassos. <laughs> Which was uh, something I didn't I didn't think was possible, but then you know we done did it. So uh, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> how's how's everything going with you and your kin? No, it's it's going good. It's going real good right now. Trying to trying to make some shoes that shoot out spider webs, but not haven't quite got the firmware just yet. Shoes that shoot out spider webs. Well, yeah, sounds cool, right? Well. How, how does it shoot them out? Like, like you stomp and it shoots it. And that does that mean you can like climb up walls or just just like stick it to the ground? No, it's supposed <laughs> to shoot it. It's supposed to shoot it out. Like if you point your toes at like <laughs> like a bad guy's foot and you stomp down and it, <laughs> it shoots web all over his dang feet, don't it? Well, I don't know. Does it? No, not at the moment. It don't. <laughs> well, well, that don't seem too useful. Um, I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah, you should right put it on uh, some gloves. Oh, that—that's a good idea. Because right now, might be easier keeps, to aim. They keep exploding on me right now. Well, yeah, they will. <laughs> like I mean, like fire, and it, I haven't—I haven't worked out the web part just yet. <laughs> so right now, just kind of exploding shoes. Uh, if that interests you too, no, I, I can safely say I am not interested in uh, <laughs> exploding <laughs> shoes. I mean, well, what I am interested in is some uh, some, <laughs> some protection, and I, you know, sometimes we've been Sean here's been going in raw, and uh, it's been it's been hurting him quite bad. We need to get him covered up so he ain't taking damage from. Uh, all that penetration he's been receiving out there uh, fighting crime. (laughs) 
okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I'm sure I got something down here that uh, that uh, would check all the boxes, but um, I'm having some trouble finding exactly a mythical shirt. <laughs> Which I think I heard you talking about out there before you got quite to the shop. Yeah, I heard tell of them. You know, because I got this here chainmail poncho. But it's kind of it's kind of jangly and loud. I know Mithril doesn't have the uh, the penalties on the movement, so you can be all sneaky-like and wear it underneath your clothes. Oh, so is... So is Mithril just the same of everything of armor but you don't have the disadvantages is that right because I'm having trouble I'm having trouble finding it in my catalog let me, look, right look, here. Let me just get you, get you up on this here uh... yeah this this here just says mithril train shirt uh, in my catalog here it says mithril is a light flexible material mithril shirt can be worn under normal clothes if the armor does normally impose disadvantages on stealth checks uh, or has a strength requirement but Mithril version does not. Uh, made of interlocking metal rings, blah, blah, blah. It has no... Nowhere on here does it say anything about any kind of armor class or anything. So I don't know exactly. So, uh, if I, I send you... Uh, look at this. Uh, see that chain you got there? If you take a look at this specific link of the chain, you might see a little bit more of what I'm talking about. It's got to be a bikini. So, either oh, we could either I get a, a chain shirt or a breastplate <laughs> would be a, like a breastplate would not impose oh, disadvantage on stealth rolls. But would be fourteen. The AC your AC would be fourteen plus your Dex modifier. So for me, it would be uh, uh, se- seventeen. Yeah, mine would no, be 18, sorry. Be mine, eight, would be mine would be 18. So, like, yeah. Ideally, if you would have, like, a, if you could find some way of pricing up, like, a, a mithril breastplate, that would probably be the, the best thing. Let me just take a look. Okay, let me just check, let me check the old catalog real quick and just kind of browse on through here and find a price equivalent. Um, I do see. Oh gosh! Oh gosh, darn! I think it does actually have a. Oh, oh it does. Um. <laughs> so it looks. <laughs> oh my god! So it does look like my my usual breastplates alone are four hundred gold pieces. Ooh, well, boy, that is that is that, uh, is that is too rich for my blood. <laughs> Um, so for for armor and weapons, that's why I couldn't find the price for armor and weapons. Is because I just used like the like actual like player's handbook or DM's DM's guide uh, prices for those. But holy shit, breastplate is four hundred gold. You want uh, a lot. arm wrestle for a discount? <laughs> mm. She looks you over, and then she looks over at this. Um, it's like a, a, a big, it kind of looks like, like Colossus's from the X-Men, like an arm um, <laughs> that's like up mounted on, on the wall. She's like, I think I could take you up on that if you don't mind me using Betty over there. Well, that seemed like cheating. Oh, well, I, 
You do know I'm a halfling, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's cheating if I don't, you know, even odds a little bit. Fine, fine, fine. I think, I think, (laughs) I think, yeah, she is definitely a halfling. Um, Yeah, she walks over. (laughs) She grabs this uh, big 50% discount. She starts locking it in place. Um, oh God, roll a roll a, um, a persuasion check for fifty because fifty is pretty fucking big discount. By the way, I forgot I'm not even in roll twenty. We were not prepared tonight, everybody. Uh, well, we if I if I can just if I can just Bellis, I mean Mrs. Ruskier, as a representative of the law, I would be requisitioning these items in order to protect this here town and the surrounding environs. Uh, Sean Marston has uh, shed his blood in defense of this community, and I feel it would be only sporting that you would uh, offer us a little bit of a preferential treatment, you know, just because we're preserving your livelihood from the likes of these marauding kobolds and clanking tin men who are trying to impose hodio rodeos on y'all yeah I would have given you uh, I would have given Sean Marston um, advantage from that uh, his his dice roller did happen to roll twice already though so um, but it was a 15 and a 13 Sean Marston you got a plus zero to persuasion yes um, well uh, I, I I didn't have a check in mind so whenever I don't do that Whenever I don't have one readily available, I'll roll for it. And I got a five. So she's like, okay, you beat me in this here arm wrestling match. I'll give you a 50% discount on that there. Arm <laughs> um, so she pulls over one of her work tables, but it's like she grabs it with the um, the big beefy metal arm and then her like regular arm. And when she pulls it, it's just like fucking slides across the room way, way easier than <laughs> she was expecting. And then she positions her arm ready for a uh, a roll um, a match. So this will be an athletics check, Sean Morrison. And she got she got a twelve uh, with her robo arm. I don't know why your skeet's rolling twice, but <laughs> oh man, your second one was also a twelve. Uh, that would have been funny because she would have actually beat you with that. Because it she does that all the time, though. It always yeah, rolls that's true. Two. I, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. But luckily, uh, we'll be taking you first. So um, it's actually a pretty close contest. Uh, even though this this big metal arm, it definitely looks like she could probably tweak it a little bit and get you know get a little bit more horsepower out of it. Uh, but even so, you are able to still uh, beat this halfling in arm wrestling match. Um, she's like, well, gosh, I guess I got to tune that bad boy up a little bit. Um, she takes it off and goes, puts it on the wall. Well, deal's deal. All right. Yeah, you can um, you can grab it for. So uh, the regular. So, so see, I don't know what. Drundu, the uh, mithril exactly mm. adds to that breastplate because the breastplate already doesn't have disadvantage, right? And it's already 14 plus 2. So, what's mithril do? Uh, if the armor normally imposes a. Uh, it normally opposes disadvantage on dexterity checks or has a strength requirement. Oh, does. 
Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. So I don't know if there would be a mithril. Um, actually, isn't mithril the one that makes it so you can't get crit? Uh, I don't know. Um, does it say that on? Yeah, it does not say Beyond. that anywhere. This is it's weird that like. What does it uh, do? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what this armor does because it other than for heavies and things. Um, but for like this, I don't know if we need like a mithril breastplate. I think it would just be a regular breastplate. Um, so I don't just, have to like add any price to it. Yeah, just do, well, yeah. In that case, if we're not, we just Clint Eastwood it up. It's just a boilerplate one underneath your jacket or whatever. Oh, that yeah, that could be cool. Kind of like a um, not steampunk, but very like rustic. Um, informed yeah, it's just to, just to cover your center mass sort of thing. Like, so what am I adding to my inventory? Then? So a that breast, would be breastplate, right? Which should get you up to sixteen armor class. Which I know, I think it's only bumping you up to two armor class in D anD D five E is a pretty big difference. Yeah, I'm sixteen. That's All way right. better. So that will be uh, so you're up to the same as me now. Uh, so that'll be 200 uh, gold pieces instead of 400. Here we go. Somebody on Reddit said, what's the point of a mythal chain shirt? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like, it lowers the armor weight and stuff. But, like... Hmm. Mm. Oh. I see. So... You could get Mithril Splint, right? Mm. And then you would have 17 armor class and no strength penalty, Well, which doesn't even really matter. And you wouldn't yeah. have disadvantage. Or you could even get Mithril Plate, which, which would be... Which you could be, be stealthy in. Yeah, which you could still be stealthy in. However, Plate is like uh, thousands of gold, I think it yeah. is, in D&D 5e. Definitely. Um, it would be... Um... Yeah, it is uh, fifteen hundred gold. <laughs> it would be like the like a one-off suit kind of thing. But you know what? Um, while we're looking at this, I think it would be worth it to get a mithril splint because splint armor just gives a base seventeen armor class, mm. and it's supposed to grant stealth disadvantage and have a strength requirement. Um, however. Uh, it is only 200 gold instead of 400 gold like the breastplate but if we gave it a mithril version so that it didn't have that disadvantage we would we would we could just equal that out and make it so that like the mithril version is 400 gold but then half of it from the arm wrestling match 200 gold pieces it would actually give you one more armor class you know what I mean yeah do that instead then <laughs> pretty much it would end up equaling out same price as the breastplate it'd be split mail um, but it'd be mithril split mail mm. so you'd have 17 armor class Sean yeah, how do I... it's it's splint so you should be able to just like type in like splint in D&D 5e mm. for your armor to I find that it. yeah um, I don't know how you're going to take off the disadvantage for stealth but I think just we're just gonna have to remember. We'll yeah. It, yeah, if we remember it, you know we're very fucking bad at forgetting stuff. Cool. Um, 
All right, yeah. What about, what about you, Jambalaya? Jambi? You mind if I call you Jambi? Uh, yes. Um, please, yes, please. I can. Yes, yes, I can. Well, yes, I can. Please don't do that. Oh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I might save up. I think we could probably use that to do something else. I mean, I, I did see something you had in stock last time. <laughs> kind of made me laugh a little bit I, I enjoyed it there's the the ass hat let me just let me pull up my catalog ass that's funny I got oh there it is the ass hat right there so that's a uh, 120 gold it is a a wide brim straw hat with a magical donkey inside you can dump the donkey out with the word and put the hat on the donkey and suck it back up <laughs> donkey heels <laughs> hold on sorry this is make me laugh too uh the donkey heels uh up if left in the hat more than a day and revives and reconstructs <laughs> um uh, if killed in a week it's always the same donkey in the hat and it will remember any abuse it has taken as the traditional donkey temperament but if treated right it'll make sure to get your drunk ass back home safely now so I guess you got a portable donkey that can die I mean it made me laugh I didn't say I wanted to buy it I got a lot of I don't know if I want to sell it I kind of want it because it's so goddamn ridiculous and I can't ever see myself needing it. I mean, you do got a horse. I mean, I got a horse and we got the MS Paint. Kind of don't need a donkey that comes out of a hat. How's the MS Paint holding up? I mean, the thing, real well. We used it as a a dray wagon just to bring all our uh, wood home from... uh, Gnome oh, that's, Depot that's good, just the dude. other day. Yeah. Did real good. Well. Is it a talking hmm. donkey? Oh, no. It's just a regular ass donkey, but no. it's just immortal. I mean, this is the thing. Donkey. I mean, I can't really. Hmm. <laughs> that's now, a good could podcast. You use this donkey as like a projectile? Is there a way, to, you know, how fast does the donkey come out? How fast does the donkey come out? Let's see here. You can dump the donkey out with a word. So I guess you say donkey, and then however fast a real donkey would fall out of a hat is probably how fast, how much terminal velocity you get. Before before we do, before we can conclude a transaction, can I like take like do a little (laughs) test test drive, do some science with this ass hat? Uh, like in the shop, I can't. I can't let you take it out of the shop. Well, I tell. I tell you what. I'll, I'll give. You, I'll give you a deposit for its safe return. You can. You can observe this experimentation. Okay. And if I don't like it, I will return said item. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I leave my hat. Um. How about? Well, no, just, hey, look. How about this? How about this? How about this? This makes this makes sense right here. How about you just leave 120 gold? You play with it. If you don't like it, you just bring the hat back, and okay. uh, you just get your 120 gold back. That's well, how just, much just bear is. with me a second because I gotta get it out of my shoes. How big <laughs> are your feet? 
Well, not as big as my shoes because you see, I keep all my gold in the shoes, so I keep having to buy bigger shoes. How you been walking around with all them gold clinging around down well, there? Usually I ride, <laughs> so I try to I try to take uh, old Hollywood inside everywhere I go, so I don't have to walk too far. You see the dusty boot? They still ain't fixed that when you push the Hollywood in. And the sides of the door all buckled out. Well, it ain't my fault. I, I think it is, though. You pushed, you got him in there. Just Sasquilla. imagine you have Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be an item we've got. We're like, um, it can like add, it could add to your movement speed, but you have hey, to make like spurs. a uh, Yeah. He- uh, Heely spurs. Heely spurs. <laughs> they add 10 to your movement. Oh, but shit, you've I'd got fast as fuck. But you've got to make a uh, a dex check whenever you whenever you activate them, or you fall on your ass. My walking speed would be fifty if I had this. Dang! <laughs> Dang! I want some Heelys. How do I get them? Okay, well, uh, I'll I'll add them to this list. We'll have them. Um, what's a cool name for Heelys mixed with spurs? I don't know how to combine those two. Spurlies? Spurlies. 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 Because <laughs> it kind of sounds like um, Sperry's. Okay. So, uh, what's the uh, what's the command word for the asshat? Well, that's the beauty of it, ain't it? You get to just make it up on the spot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm going to try something. Uh, <laughs> I want to... I want to throw the ass hat like a frisbee and see what his aerodynamic properties are and how far it could be, how far I can throw it. Um, okay, I think I see where this thing. Now, now remember, I see you're winding up right there. Do remember that the donkey will remember ill treatment upon the donkey. Well, it um, depends on what you define as ill treatment. I guess it's not going to know that you're the one that's summoning out its hat when you're throwing it a half mile down the road. All right. Okay. So, I mean, I don't necessarily have to drop it out just yet. I'm just going to throw the hat. Okay. So, if I was treating that as a thrown weapon, would that what, what would that be like? Uh, for for you, you know, I ain't expected to do no damage. I just want to get a rough idea of how far I can throw it. Say a boom, uh, like a boomerang. Use that as like a template. Yeah, I think if you're, you're, don't you actually have a boomerang? Uh, No, that was the uh, Australian crocodile (laughs) fellow. Yeah, that was. Um, Yeah. uh, So sixty feet. It's sixty feet, which I think is, you know, if I'm really launching a straw hat. Okay. So yeah, Jambalaya throws the hat. About as far as he can, uh, trying to keep it at about <laughs> about six, seven feet off the ground, and then he calls out the trial command phrase: "I'm getting my ass out!" And uh, okay, and the dog the- falls. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, how high was his hat when that happened? Like. Like six foot off the ground. Okay, that's like the last thing I expect you to say. <laughs> the um, so yeah, the hat, the hat's just flying, and then um, 
Yeah, if it's only six feet off the ground, I feel like donkeys are probably like their head or probably about six feet, right? Or five and a half, you know? They're like, their top of their body is pretty low, right? They're, um, they're not like huge, but yeah, it's not gonna, yeah, it's only gonna be like falling a couple of feet. Yeah, I think it's gonna like plop right from, and it's, for just like a split second the last thing before the hat continues to green off in the distance is um it looks like the donkey's wearing the hat for a moment and then he lands on all four like a cat that was good yeah but that's, see, that's, that's but good if he, donkey but if he did that like over a cliff uh, it's not gonna quite fly like that you know it's I don't gonna... I don't want it to you know I was thinking what are the you know what are the weaponized properties of yeah. hitting somebody with a donkey? Well, I'm kind of picturing it now that you're going to, like, throw it, like, 15 feet above somebody's head, and then you're going to say that command word, and you're going to drop the sky donkeys off on this thing. <laughs> thing. I mean, that was kind of what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, He's immortal, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, well, it takes him a week to regrow back in the hat after he dies. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't gonna necessarily die every single time. I ain't gonna try and like drop him onto no spikes or nothing. I just figured, say somebody's trying to get a a, a quick escape and they get out of lasso range, and maybe I just throw the ass hat and then go get your ass out, and then they get hit by a donkey. Well, then they pro- yeah, probably knock them knock them square on their ass. No pun intended. Actually, it was fully intended, but. Let me just look up the stats for a donkey. <laughs> See how heavy they is? Yeah. I mean, that donkey looks pretty heavy to me. About half, yeah. a hor- half a horse. You know how much a horse weighs, right? Uh, precisely uh, one sixteenth of a dragon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that, that calculation actually sounds pretty accurate to me. I ain't never seen a dragon, though. Have you? I've seen lots of dragons. Most of the time, he's uh, very far away. That's good. That's <laughs> the best kind of dragon. Very far away one. Yeah, the one that isn't in your face trying to eat your entire town. Yeah, I agree. Um, it don't say nothing about the weight of a mule on here. You probably got to like actually look up like a real life weight of a donkey. Yeah. Weight of a donkey. Average donkey. 180? To 1,100 pounds. That's a pretty big range they got we'll there. We'll say it's an 1,100-pound 11, 1, donkey. <laughs> That's a big, angry... What the fuck? No way. Donkey. Largest donkey. Largest mammoth jackstock donkeys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> jackstock. He weighs around 1,300 pounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you all looking at these pictures <laughs> yes, right now? Yes. This motherfucker is taller than a grown-ass man. Is that real? That can't be. 1,300 pounds. This woman's sitting on a big-ass like fucking fence. cow fence. Yeah, and Romulus. Are you looking that's at that? That's not one? real. What about the motherfucker that's reaching up and feeding it? That's not Dude, real. That's, <laughs> Look that's up a Romulus. fucking Shire horse. That ain't a donkey. <laughs> Romulus Jesus. the donkey. That is the wild, yeah, Romulus. I advise all of our listeners and viewers to look up Romulus the donkey. Holy shit. 1,300 pounds of donkey. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, shit. Holy shit. How'd they but, do that? I, that's lab made or something. 
Look at that. Zombie list. That is not real. He's he's 68 inches tall. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a weight nowhere. 1300 pounds. 1300 pounds, you say. Yeah. It's huge, dude. So, can we say that his donkey is Romulus? I would be treating that donkey with a lot more respect if it's Romulus the donkey. (laughs) I I think he would get rid of Hollywood if he had Romulus. (laughs) My goodness, Romulus the donkey. Jesus Christ! How about how about we say it, it? It's just in fiction, it is actually a Romulus. Like it, like it actually looks exactly like Romulus. It is Romulus. It's the world's largest donkey. Like wow! But in Faerun, it's just like, yeah, it's a it's a pretty big donkey. It's a baby donkey. Yeah, it's like an average sized donkey in Faerun. I will call him Romulus. Take 120 of my gold. Okay, and I did find those Healy Spurs, those Spurleys. Um, if you really did want them, Sean Marston, they are 150 gold. They will add 10 to your movement speed. Um, anytime you succeed on a, a acrobatic How check much gold up. do I have? DC. We got 364 left. Oh, I'll take wow. It. So, the- <laughs> so, I'll take got- it. so you got like 14 gold. I'll take it. So what am I adding? Um, so you oh. add ten to your movement speed, but like if you ever actually need to use the that full fifty, uh-huh. um, you make a ten DC ten acrobatics check. What's the item, or is it not in? E- no, it's not. <laughs> it's not actually in D and D. You just like add to your notes. Uh, fifty plus, walking speed. What's up, boys? Yeah, but Healy's first. <laughs> Fast as fuck. <laughs> That's <laughs> fuck, boy. And then uh, Ashat <laughs> summons Romulus. And then I think I think Brenda, you only got like two hundred, right? I don't think you guys can do uh, homestead stuff yet. We can't. Uh, <laughs> you guys bought too many toys. I think. Well, come on, <laughs> we've got some pretty good stuff. Um, some fun toys. I think we's okay for now for the homestead stuff. The next time we get paid from the witch iron mine, coupled with whatever we get from our next adventure, I think should cover a homestead upgrade and the rest of this we should you know, spend on some new toys. <laughs> as long as we remember that we got them. Yeah. Um, okay. We still got, yeah, like I said, we still got 214 left. Let me have a look at what uh, the catalog yeah, yeah I got, ain't, I, ain't yeah. nothing else we can afford for the homestead. Yeah, so just a reminder: the homestead has a couple things that I I think uh, I'm actually like really excited. I think it's very cool stuff. Um, I even like like the cook fire upgrade. It's only it's 300 gold, but um, oh, yeah. I tell I tell you, I tell you what I got this here uh, dagger of uh, returning. I never used. Oh, that thing trade, looks. Trade that in for a little. Uh, it's all nice and bejeweled. We got it from the Witch Iron Mine from uh, this uh, zombie summoning feather. It's real yeah. nice. And it looks like it's been used before, though. 
Well, is that some blood on it right there? Maybe used by me. I mean, I I wiped it off on wiped it off on his sleeve after he was dead. It's pretty nice. Look at all them bejeweling. See that? That does that does like my nice nice um, craftsmanship. Um. Okay. How about how about this? How about I give you? I'm just I'm just checking my I'm I'm cross referencing my catalog. Um, thank you so much to Rev Omega G for the two month sub. Um, how about this? How about I cross-reference my catalog here for something similar and then price it out. And it does have some blood on it. So how about we do a... How about we do a 120 gold pieces and you give me this here. Dagger. You sure you don't need it? Yeah, I mean, generally... I I mean, I I forgot I even had it until now. (laughs) And we've done like a whole bunch of adventures since then, so I guess I ain't. You know, if you you got something and you ain't used it in like six months, you could probably get rid of it, right? Yeah, that's right. That's how I do it. Well, you got yourself a deal then, Ma. So he's back up to three hundred thirty-four gold, which means mm, fuck all. <laughs> We're a little bit shy. We're a little bit shy of either a carpenter workshop or a magic sanded stone radio tower. Yeah, the only thing you'd be able to get was would be the cook fire upgrade. Which might be worth doing for the chef feat. I'm actually pulling that up right now because it has been a while. So the chef feat is um, time spent mastering the culinary arts has paid off, granting you the following benefits. Increase your con or wisdom by one um, to a max of 20. Uh, You gain proficiency in cooks utensils if you don't have it already. As part of a short rest, you can cook special food provided you have the ingredients in the cook's utensils on hand. Um, you can prepare enough food for a number of creatures equal to four plus your proficiency bonus. At the end of the short rest, um, any creature eats the food gains um, and spends one or more hit dice to regain hit points, gains an extra 1d8 hit points. Um, and then with one hour of work, when you finish a long rest, you can cook a number of treats Equal to your proficiency bonus, these treats last eight hours. A creature can use the bonus action uh, eat one to gain um, temp HP equal to your proficiency bonus. So, um, I think we should do that because we don't have a lot of healing stuff. Um, if both uh, both of us will gain that feat, then and then we can make food during short rest to restore HP as well. I kind of want to get. Is there a second ass hat? You reckon you can rustle up another one of them ass hats? Because she does not have one at the moment, for next, sure. Next time, 
She might eventually get another one, but right well, now I'm playing. She does not fucking do ass ass. Listen. Well, I think Romulus is that big. We could both ride him if we needed to. No, Romulus has a brother named Remus. Remus. Yeah, he's only two <laughs> inches shorter. <laughs> and maybe like 100 pounds difference. Mm. I want a Remus hat. Okay, maybe, maybe eventually, but I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to imagine, even in this fantasy world, that you would have two fucking ass hats. <laughs> you and I, I think I might have accidentally created the world's most ridiculous weapon, uh, <laughs> with, with a frisbee hat that drops a gigantic fucking donkey on people. It's a huge pair of asses. <laughs> gigantic oh pair God. <laughs> God, that is going to be fucking wild. I cannot wait till next episode because I guarantee it's thrown within the first five minutes of combat. I need fucking, one. I need I, one. I guarantee it. <laughs> the best thing, the best thing is, he's going to remember and be pissed off about it. So yeah. T- we've got to to make it go away. We've got to put the hat back on it as well. <laughs> That's gonna be. Fun. Yeah, you put. Yeah, you go and put the hat on it, and it makes it slurp back up into the hat. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna it be really fucking fun. <laughs> but yeah, I think I. I mean, yeah, that 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 chef, um, dang, for you two to both have. That'd not be to mention. Useful. What, what are you guys' constitution modifiers too? Which. Um, by the way, I feel like we're starting to wrap up the shopping, and obviously, yeah. and we're gonna, and we are gonna be leveling up. So I think it's worth noting what your guys' con modifiers are at the moment, or not some modifiers. Two right now, but it's it's fifteen. So if it goes up by one, I'll it'll be on just three. Ooh, that would give you like a fucking eight more health. True. Yeah. How about you, Sean? What's your constitution score? two plus two what is it though is it 15 14 14 so yours would still be a 15 but i mean it'd creep up there uh but yeah the the uh extra healing from short rest not to mention the um temporary hp uh from the treats you guys could cook uh pretty much every night you guys could cook some treats what are you cooking boy well i was thinking of like bear's eggs uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. You, know, <laughs> you know, sometimes they don't keep, so you you can smoke them. Smoke bears' eggs. Kind of look like turds when it dries out. But uh, I assure you that they is not turds. They is dried bears' eggs. Like in a pipe? Well, yeah, you could, you could smoke them like that, yeah. But also... And like, what do you do? Is you like you build a little tent over a fire? <laughs> uh, you just like keep the smoke in there. That's called a hot box. <laughs> <laughs> now, dude, the advantage of being a ranger is I did a hot box one time in in a tent in my living room, and we all got the flu. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, is this? Is this Sean Marston or Sean Deweese? Sean Marston. <laughs> <laughs> legally distinct from uh, <laughs> the good thing about being a ranger is you know where to get all the finest herbs um, so yeah I think that was probably worth doing really 
Uh, getting his feet. Um, it's nice. So right now, I, at at the homestead is like just a, a fucking campfire, like a real small campfire. You guys can like throw mm-hmm. some squirrels and shit on it. But um, if you guys did uh, go over and buy the materials needed to make this, um, that is coming with like stone and wood to create like a bigger stove as well as like ingredients and things like kind of like a um um like those meal prep uh kicks you, uh, like like home chef and stuff you buy like blue apron that you get to your house but like a like a big box of like herbs and stuff salt and pepper <laughs> and stuff that you guys um it's actually pretty pricey in 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 this area to even get that those kind of herbs and spices but um that's that's like what you guys would actually be buying, and then cooking with that is what would grant you guys the uh, the chef. Sure. Hey, we got a new sub. I know, man. I think tomorrow. <laughs> 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 where, where are you at? This is a hot box. He's yeah. been drinking that fucking huge ass <laughs> margarita. Shush. What margarita? Big, I got big. water, dude. Ice Mountain. You did not finish that fucking margarita. Oh my god, dude! It's Those gone. things are like a, a two. Oh my god, they're like a two liter. Yeah, look at this. It's, it's bigger the size than your of head. my head. And the the half of that is fucking. Oh my god, <laughs> tequila. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> <laughs> why was I? Why was I worried we would not hit one hour? <laughs> like a shopping I don't know. Episode. I don't know. Then we start talking about donkey hats and shit. Ass hats. My notes are ass hats. Someone's Romulus the donkey. Uh, (laughs) I want Remus, dude. That is that is that is one thing we do need to take better notes on this show. We we all three take such bad notes. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually trying to do that now. Well, Gerundu takes like good mental notes. Yeah, yeah, but then it's like six months in the past, and, and it's, yeah. like, and it's like, hey, it. yeah, it's like, hey, how much? What's the formula for how much gold you guys get per day? Well, hopefully, we don't like take any more breaks. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah. all of it's none of that was you know avoidable. It was just mm-hmm. stuff that yeah. stuff that happened. Yeah, I thought we were gonna have to miss tonight, so I'm glad we did it <laughs> because yeah. that would have been well, bad having to miss again. Right, let me just make a quick note of the money that's in the kitty. We got through 34 if we buy that chef upgrade thing, which I think we should. Because it gives us more heals and we don't have to just rely on um, my limited ability to cast cure wounds. Yeah, you get more, you get heals during short rest, like an actual extra d8 every time which is uh, pretty nice yeah. and then also <clears throat> on long rest can you know get uh get what what's your guys' proficiency bonus now four or five plus, mine's plus, still three. plus three yeah oh at level eight mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay yeah so i mean three uh temp hp every time you um eat one of these snacks but you can make like lots of them. So I mean, it's really like, what is that? It, that? That would end up being like plus nine temp HP, um, 
what kind of snacks are you guys gonna be making? We'll get into level up, but uh, this is the last thing I want to ask you guys: What kind of snacks do you think you're gonna be making for your, those temp HPs? Uh, bear eggs. Yeah, this one, but you know, bear egg cakes, bear egg flapjacks. Uh, <laughs> I can just picture you guys getting in a fucking gunfight, and then Jambalaya pulling out a flat, big flapjack, and just like throwing the whole thing in his mouth, <laughs> like you know, I'm. Done. I'll shove it in his mouth and chewing on it real quick to get this three tip HP. Well, um, I like, uh, I've always been a big fan of uh, <laughs> eagle wings. Damn, that sounds good. <laughs> That's evil, dude. <laughs> well, I don't think it's eagle. Uh, I, eagle. I don't think it's evil. I think it's illegal <laughs> in America. <laughs> well, we, ain't, we ain't in America. That's true. true. <laughs> I don't think it's any more evil to kill an <laughs> eagle than a bird or a chicken. Eagle wings. <laughs> you just throw the rest away. <laughs> Ain't nothing else good to eat on an eagle, just the wings. <laughs> oh, oh, God. The best hey, part is it's real big. The real big wings. <laughs> it probably really? would taste good. It probably tastes real fucking good. Um <laughs> We're gonna get arrested, Sean, me and you. <laughs> um, let's uh, oh. let's go ahead and level up to level eight. <laughs> See, this is how bad I am at notes and stuff for this show. I thought you guys were like about to hit five or six. You guys are hitting no, level eight. No, sir. Um, is that right, Dorinda? You just told me before we start streaming. Is eight right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Isn't eight just a um um a stat thing? Stat level, yeah. Uh, well, it would, yeah, it is. It, it still is for me because I'm now level four fighter, level four ranger. So, yeah, either way. Got, yeah, uh, so, Sean, you picked a feat. Mm-hmm. Sean, you want to go first? Yeah, I picked mobile. It says your speed increases by ten feet uh, when you use the dash action. Difficult terrain doesn't cost you extra movement on that turn, and when you make a melee attack against a creature, you don't provoke opportunity attacks from that creature for the rest of the turn, whether you hit or not. Okay, and then that paired with the spurs, the the spurlies, that's gonna be nice. So yeah, my walking speed is fifty feet. <laughs> you're you're uh i'm one of those healing. speed walkers you're, you know well you're about? healing around the, the people that look like they're kind of like conor mcgregor yeah kind of <laughs> uh what did jambalaya get because jambalaya has multi-class so yeah i just took um ability score improvements and nudged my decks up to 18 and my strengths up to 16 what class did you end up going uh, of Ranger, so I uh, went for Ranger. Okay. I could have gone, I could have gone Fighter Five and got a second attack. But, yeah, but <laughs> like John Byers, basically, you know, he's a rifleman, isn't he? So, uh, yeah. So you guys are um, this is shtick. So you went four and four. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to end up devoting more levels into the Ranger for the spells and related stuff. Overall, yeah, so. and Sean Marson's fighter, so I think it just it just mm-hmm. seems you know it seems nice. But yeah, I only really took the fighter levels for, for um, the firearms. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, awesome. Well, um, I, I think with that, we'll, uh, head back to the homestead and, uh, we'll end with you guys getting back to your cabin and seeing the cabin door ajar. What? So I'm, I'm pretty sure we installed a real door and not, not just a jar. So, Jerunda, you, uh, you got anything you want to talk about before we head out? Uh, you, know, you know, just my abandonment issues, really. Like, don't let's don't do leave, it. Don't don't leave me. Uh, we won't, um, Jerunda. We'll probably play some video <laughs> games here together in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, you, I'm Jerunda. You can find me all over the network uh, as Silas Lancaster on Roll for Weird. Um, which unfortunately we weren't able to record an episode of this month, but we oh are my coming God. back in July. Next month's gonna be fucking silly. It's gonna well, get so silly. It always does. <laughs> That's um, true, but when we take a month off, are you kidding me? It's gonna be bad. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't take a month off last time and we ended up kidnapping the Backstreet Boys or pretended to be the Backstreet Boys and orchestrating a kidnapping. So, um, yeah, you can also find me uh, here. John Blair Pendergrass, you can find me uh, promoting uh, Capes and Crooks um, on the video on demand on here, which is a game system I recommend that you check out. It's going to be coming to Kickstarter soon if it isn't. Oh, man. Um, No, Um, that comes out in uh, uh, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Yeah, so you you should watch that, enjoy it. Uh, and get psyched up for it because it's a very fun uh, game system to play. Uh, I strongly recommend it. You can also find me as Flex Crystal on uh, Murder Split Spot Association when that's coming back soonish. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, they're um, we're they're supposed to be starting my basement in uh, I think like ten days, um, and I don't think it's going to take super long to get the. Uh, the studio up and running, and then we shall be back. Yep. You can't rush perfection, so stop it. Stop Stop trying. I wish I could, you. because I've Push, got like... You pushy five, bastards. <laughs> I've got like five different um, uh, contractors I'm waiting on, so I wish I could rush at least them. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, Dice Talk which drops on pod feeds on alternate Wednesdays from when shitty cowboy should um, normally drop. Uh, and that's about it. I think for me, Johnny got anything. Look at this fucking weird little tiny shit. That's <laughs> yeah. Show the legs, the legs that yeah. should be sitting down there yeah. took Dustin about 10 hours to do. Uh, he's gone. See that's my that's that's where my that's where my fucking studio is gonna be in. Sean's in my shitty basement right now. Look, it took him ten hours to make them little legs. legs. Got some legs. Ten hours, dude. That's insane. It's gonna be very cool, but also ten hours is nuts. Um, Yeah. So uh, we have got. uh, I think the big things I want to plug are Doom Clock's a new show that is going to be hitting your pod feeds with episode one. Finally, Uh, this coming Monday should be. um, With how my computer's been going, we'll we'll see. Um, 
and uh, also our uh, debut of Campaign 2 of Half-Hearty Heroes, I still think may happen in July, uh, but for sure the prologue will happen in July, as well as a Campaign 1 kind of recap where we answer uh, Q&A questions from the community, uh, from Discord, Twitter, um, email, wherever you want to send any questions about the first campaign of Halfway to Hear Us, send those in. Um, we're going to record that and the prologue and drop them both before um, campaign two officially starts. And um, yeah, um, I, I'm going to be rating. So my wife did not start rating or uh, start streaming yet. So I can't rate her. Um, but yeah, my wife started video game streaming at that Brittany, that underscore Brittany. Um, which she will be doing here in like 10 minutes. Um, but I'm going to be rating Ink and Liar. They are doing a 24 hour, um, charity event, uh, much like we did in like, oh, god damn it. I just fucking looked over and saw Jerome do. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raid, uh, Ink and Liar. They're doing a 24 hour charity event and they're killing it. It's at the end. They've only got like 20 minutes left. <laughs> but go and show your support anyway and let them know a big honk to let them know that we sent you uh thank you everybody for watching uh thank you for listening if you're listening to the podcast sorry that last episode was late this one it's on time surely bye everybody Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk. Honk.